behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right, good morning, everybody. And it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Unger answering phones, as he always does. And Jeff Kitty joining me today to help out with some things around the house. So if you've got anything, by the way, that you would uh, like to ask a question on when it comes to what's going on around the house, feel free to do so. You can call us directly, 303-477-5600, or a text line is 307-282-22. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, John. It's beautiful out. Yep. There we go. There's your mic. That's better. So I got a question. Yes. Wife goes to take a shower and comes out and says, we got nothing but cold water. What oh, do you do? No. <laughs> oh, no. Hour and a half later, we had hot water. So that means the cold water heater, because I've been corrected on that many times. Yeah. It's not hot water. It's a, yeah. I get it. You know, it heats cold water, but we call it hot water heater. Sort of like Kleenex, everybody. I mean, yeah. you know. I, I kind of, I, I was kind of glad my dad taught me a few things. Yeah, that helps. That and a couple strong back young men, so. That, yeah, having some boys around helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, you know, those are things we can talk about today as well. I still wanted to continue on with the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about just, you know, different things to do around the house, especially if you're thinking of selling your home, which a lot of folks, for various reasons, still, you know, buy and sell homes. It really doesn't matter what the interest rates, economy, things like that are doing. I know there's a lot of folks that are sitting still trying to figure out exactly what they want to do in regards to, you know, that end of things. I am not one of those individuals. I tend to look at the market for what it is. And I've always learned, Jeff, through the years that you can make the financial end of things, you know, work according to whatever you need to, depending upon the deal of the house. I, I had, I think it was my grandfather years and years ago, always told me, always taught me, same, same is true with buying cars or anything else. You know, it's not necessarily the price of the item. It's the structure of the deal and what are you getting when it's all said and done that yep. matters most. Exactly. And I think that's a, I think those were you know, good words of wisdom that I've held on to all these years, and I've taught my boys the same thing. It's not always the price. It's the, really the structure of the deal and what are you gaining when it's all said and done that really matters. And that's something, Jeff, that I don't know that we've – well, I can already tell you, we've not done a good job of teaching what I just said. Most people look at price – and price alone, or they look at payments and payments alone. We talk a lot about you know buying cars on drive radio, and people will buy you know cars based upon a monthly payment. They walk into the dealership, and that's the first thing the dealer, you know, the salesperson asks them is, "Well, you know, what payment can you afford?" Yeah, wrong answer, wrong question. I want to know what the brass tax is, you know, what what the bottom line number is, and I'll figure the rest of it out. Same is true on homes, and I've made some. Some what I think are some fantastic deals on homes over the years by really just sitting down, chatting through things and figuring out, and I hate to say this, eliminating the realtor in that process and just getting down with the owner and, and figuring out what you want to do. And nothing against realtors. They're there for a reason. Sometimes they're not your best friend. <laughs> Sometimes they are not. And, uh, and, and again, not, I, I have nothing against realtors. No. And there are some good ones, and there are some not-so-good ones. And here's what I've learned over the years about not all, because I've got some good ones, some good friends that are realtors that understand exactly what yep. I'm saying. In fact, they would agree with what I'm going to say next. 
Some realtors, to Jeff's point, are very self-serving. The more they get a house discounted, the less commission they make. That's for sure. And they know that. Yep. So what I would always say is, number one, make sure that you know who your realtor is and really understand uh, that, and they need to understand you as well. And they need to be on your side fighting for you. And I know that's supposed to be the way it works, but trust me, folks, through the years, I've met some that it's not so much that way. I've had some represent me that aren't so much that way. Yep. And I will tell you that the ones that we've teamed up here of late are not that way. They are looking out for your best interest. Well, you know, during the week, I've got K&R Home Transitions. There's, those are some great ladies that would love to help you. I've got other folks I know in the industry. Some of you have called in even and chimed in on this. And by the way, most good, solid realtors will agree with everything I just said. Yep, they will. I am one that also will tell you that in that industry, and I think, again, the good realtors will agree as well, a consolidation of sorts needs to happen. There's far too many realtors, in my opinion. Well, it's the easy way out. When you have more real, well, and I realize there's not been a lot of inventory, so that's no. part of it. But when there's more realtors than inventory, that, tells, a problem. There, that tells you there's more than there needs to be. Just my own yep. opinion. But no, anyways, just... back, you know, back to when I get into talking about even some of the things Jeff just mentioned a moment ago. How old are your appliances? Definitely. How old is some of that quote-unquote infrastructure of your home? What, what should you be upgrading? What are some of the best upgrades for the money? We'll get into some of that today. And if, you, again, if you've got questions on that, you know, please let me know. Real quick, though, before I do that, one of our great sponsors, Novus Auto Glass, uh, the location that we have in Fort Collins, they are looking for help. So if you're somebody out there that is up in that northern area and you're looking for a good job, this will pay 16 to 20 bucks an hour. Accounts receivable, invoicing, billing, that kind of stuff. I mean, really just office work, 16 to 20 an hour. And I don't know exactly how many hours a week they need. You just have to call up there and ask. But that's not a, that's not a bad deal. No. That ain't minimum wage. Well, and it could be good for somebody just starting out. Well, I mean, my wife, experience. my wife started out there, and she's making great money now. It's good experience. So, again, that's our Novus Auto Glass location in Fort Collins. They're looking for some help. Uh, question of the day. This is going to ch- chime into or you know, dovetail into what we're going to do on Drive Radio. Question of the day for Fix-It Radio. Name something you bought for your house you regret. Name something you bought for your house you regret. That's a tough one because in some cases maybe there isn't anything. But typically, there's something that somebody has purchased, either tried to do some sort of an upgrade or they added something on or they did maybe some landscaping or, you know, we talk a lot about trees and bushes and things like that. Again, there's sometimes there's things that look really, you know, you think today it's going to end up okay, but down the road, it's like, ooh, why did I do that? Never should have, never should have went down that path. Yeah, fits or bushes come to mind. I hate those, by the way. You could you could just flat out law those for all I care, and I'd be fine. Yep, that I, I do not like those. Where did those become popular? By the way, you're you're an old guy. When did those become popular? Well, all I know is it must have been sometime in the early fifties, because that's when they showed up at my place, and all I remember is this sticky blankety blank. I hate oh I hate those. We had to tear a ton of those out. My mom just loved them. But uh, we tore a bunch of them out. Yeah, well, yeah, and I've, I've had homes where I've done exactly the same thing. And that, by the way, that's never a regret. No. Removing things in, in that world has never been a regret. But anyways, 
Questions, let us know. 303-477-5600. Again, myself, Jeff Kitty. And question of the day, name something you bought for your house that you now regret. Could be anything, by the way. Doesn't doesn't make any difference what it is. You name it. Just you know, start thinking through some of the things that, oh, yeah, I did that. And, yeah, I'm not sure that was the best move on my part. Could be anything. Hot tub comes to mind. You know, hot tubs are interesting. You buy one, you use it a lot when you first have it, and they sort of wane. Yep. It's kind of how that is. Now, I will say that as somebody with a not-so-great back, they do come in handy at times, but I will tell you, even in my case, I don't use mine near as much as I probably should, and is it really worth having? I mean, at times, yes. Yep. At times, no. They're great when you first get them. Right. It's kind of like a boat. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way. And, you know, and I know some people that use theirs, you know, virtually almost oh, every yeah. night. You know, it just depends on the on, on the— on the person, but that's another one. Yeah, that can be in some cases that can be a big regret. So it just depends on the situation. Yep. So, anyways, uh, let us know what that is. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Um, Fitz. Somebody asked my wife actually, what bushes am I talking about? Fitzers. That's not the correct name. What do they call those? I have no idea. I call them Fitzers too, but they get as large as a car or more. Well, Jeff, those things and they just like go wild. Yes, they do, and they get those. Sticky little. They're a juniper, basically. It's it's yeah. a it's a breed of a juniper, and they'll have the little beads on them. You know, the little yeah. berry things juniper on them at times. And, and stuff. Just, I just, just I, I don't like junipers. Period. John, I'll chime into your question of the day. Let's hear it. In my upstairs bathrooms, they had a one-piece flooring. Okay. I decided I, I shouldn't say I. There was a decision made to pull that out and go to tile. Hmm. Worst decision I ever made. I really? Should have, I should have stayed with the one piece. Really? Because when the kids take a bath and they spill water all over the place, it runs right through the floor and down to the, into the kitchen. So you'd be better off with the one piece floor. Absolutely. Okay. Good advice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. There's, a, there's, a, there's an answer. Yeah. Sometimes we think we're making an improvement when at the end of the day we haven't. Well, the fiberglass tubs around us. They look great in the store, but boy, I'll tell you what, they can be a real pain in the butt. Agreed. Uh, speaking of, and again, some of this is coming off of because uh, we, my wife and I have been, you know, we've been looking at, you know, I'm always looking, you know, always, you know, looking at different houses, go to open houses, things like, which by the way, side note, there are a lot more open houses now than there was even a year ago. You're starting to see a shift there where people are like, yeah, come in and look because this thing might be on the market for 30, 60, 90 days, where at one time it was turned over in a weekend and we didn't need to worry about putting a sign out. It uh, goes back to my comment earlier. You better have the right realtor that now knows how to really market because those folks, honestly, in the past few years have not had to. Nope. I'm being straight up honest. They have not had to market. Everything has kind of just came to them. They've been handed to them with, you know, on a silver platter for the most part. And they have not. And I can tell you by looking at a lot of the homes that are out there, the pictures that are on the Internet and so on. Now, it's starting to improve. In fact, I think each week you're starting to see that get better and better. Some of the, the sharp ones, of course, are figuring out that, oh, I better make things look as good as I possibly can. Yep. Really quick on that note. Um I don't understand. This is a question I have for realtors. Maybe it's just me because of who I am. Why do you guys never take pictures of the garage in the shop space that a lot of us men are interested in? I know you're trying to market to the ladies of the world, but I want to see what the garage looks like. I want to know the ceiling height. 
Yeah. I want to know how many stalls does it have. I want to know how deep and how wide it is. If you've got an external shop or an external garage, I want to see the insides of it as well. And frankly, I don't care if it's packed full of junk. I want to just know what that space looks like. Exactly. And and if because here's the thing: if it doesn't fit what I need, I don't care what the wife wants. We're not looking, <laughs> right? Shame so I don't you. understand why. And I know I'm a unique guy because most men probably don't care, but no, I'm one of those guys that does. So why do you not just take a couple extra pictures and throw it up there? Exactly. So if there's a realtor out there that can answer that for me, please, I would love to know why do you not take pictures of the shop storage, even you know, even the mechanical room. Yep. Every now and then you'll see a picture where, you know, they did take a picture of the mechanical room and other places they have not. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I want to see what that looks like. Back to the infrastructure yep. comment earlier. What am I go- what am I looking to, you know, what am I looking to have to do to this home in the near future because no offense, your description's not telling me that. Yeah. I want pictures. So why do you guys not show those? That and make sure have permits been pulled on any of the upgrades. All of that. Oh, anyways, we'll we'll get into yep. a lot of that. Bill and Lakewood, you're next. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, what's up? Yeah, first, first, let me give an advice suggestion. Okay. I just bought a new refrigerator. I don't know. It was either last week or the week before. I forget. And, and a new refrigerator. Know? Refrigerator. All right. And I, we went with the same refrigerator brand as the one that we previously had because space. Sure. It, it was a tight space. There was no extra room. So, so the the new one fits exactly, but with the. Bastards did right. I had trouble with the ice maker on the old one. Okay, it, it kept putting water in when the cubes weren't coming out. Uh. So I went with my ice maker, chopping away and busted half the thing. So we we had to use ice cube trays for a while. Gotcha. But anyway, so the new one makes great ice cubes. It probably makes a a batch an hour. I mean, really fast. But they're small. They're like one inch squares. Yep. And they're perfect for a cocktail, you know, and a drink. But if you want some, for the the old one had the half moon shape, mm-hmm. you know, and if for a cooler, if you want to go someplace and stuff like that, the little ones just don't last. No, they don't. You know, so that's that's something. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't even look at that part when you know I made sure the measurements were the same, and the whole thing. And my repair guy recommends the frigid air and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm bummed because that because of the ice cube size, but I can live with that. Yeah, at this point, I don't know you have much choice. Yeah, no, you have to. Well, unless I try to push it and return it, you know, which you know, I probably could. I could have done in the beginning. That's going to be tougher to do now, probably. I mean, but it works good. I mean, like this thing, it makes a batch of ice an hour. Well, there's that. Hey, I'd, I'd be all right with that. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like I said, the only yeah. thing is the cube size. That, that's all. Right. Right. Yeah. Plus, plus, it likes to spit them on the floor sometimes. Yeah, well, they all kind of do that if you're not careful. <laughs> Good point. For as long as they've had ice cube makers, you'd think they would have perfected it. Uh, you know, that end of it, really, if you look at an ice maker today, it hasn't changed a whole lot, has it? Uh, no, but, but this, that I, that seems to be the downfall on, mm-hmm. on the refrigerators. Like, Agree. Before we bought the one, let me just think, before we bought this one, I went online and Samsung was supposed to be that 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 that. Well, before I ordered it online, I think whatever I did, before it even got to the point of coming here, well, there's class action lawsuits against Samsung yes, there is. without the ice maker. Yes, there is. Yeah, they were junk. So, so yeah. anyway. Oh, good one. Good one, now, Bill. Here's, 
There's a few recommendations. Appreciate it. No, good one. And, you know, Bill brings a great point when it comes to just in general appliances and doing all of that homework on the front side. So we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Any other suggestions for us, let us know. 303-477-5600. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass Glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Inverse Mortgage Manager of over 16 years. David Olson has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages. And as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. 
It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. I'm John Rush, host of Drive Radio, Fix-It Radio, and also Rush to Reason. I'm also a business owner and a business coach. Even though I love being on air and talking to all of you on a regular basis, the job I love the most is helping other business owners achieve their dreams. I've helped business owners who have owned a job become actual business owners. I do this through the installation of systems and helping them with their leadership skills so they can truly run their business instead of the business running them. If you're tired of your business running you and you want the freedom you sought in owning your own business, call me for a free consultation. I would love to help you and your business attain the goals you've always had. Go to RushMediaInc.com and send me an email. You can also use the text line 307-200-8222. Stop being a slave to your business and contact me today. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Great Saturday morning here in Colorado, by the way. If you have not been out and about, uh, I encourage you to do so. Keep this in mind, though, today. The uh, westbound I-70 from 270 all the way to I-25 is closed for the weekend. Does not open back up until Monday morning at 5 a.m. They are opening up all of the HOV lanes and everything that's headed uh, westbound. They're, they're you know really starting to finish up that project the four-year anniversary of that project and then we will be also on remote september 10th so the saturday after labor day we're going to be on remote out of the american legion post 1111 over in the broomfield area it's 9959 wadsworth avenue really it's sort of broomfield westminster arvada kind of the corner of all three of those where they join together it's old wadsworth and 99th basically or 100th and old wadsworth is the way to think of that big car show we do it every year and it will be a blast so come out and say hi if you get a chance to do that joe you're up what's going on John, I think you asked the question the wrong way. If you ask me and name something I bought for the house that I regret buying, I have to say nothing. Not if you say, name something that my wife bought for the house. <laughs> oh, good one, Joe. Good one. And, and seriously, John, I, can, I could go on for an hour to tell you about all the things over the t- past 20 years my wife has brought home or ordered that I regret her buying. But I'll just give you two. One time she ordered online this beautiful picture, beautiful chandelier for a dining room, except it came unwired and unassembled all of the arms you know the curved arms that come down so you had and it was you know yeah each each arm had a wire and there were wires coming through the tubing but you had to wire nut and then tuck away all of these wire nuts into this little tiny compartment it was it, it, john it must have taken me eight hours to wire that chandelier wow. you know right. i mean i think there were like 12 arms it, it must have taken, because there were t- actually two, there was like a lower set of arms. There were two rows of six. It must have taken me 12 hours to wire the chandelier. Then one day I come home to this new house in New Jersey, and she says, help me unload these shelves out of the back of the car, or these cabinets out of the back of the car. I said, what cabinets? Well, above our washer-dryer, we just had a bare wall, and she decided she wanted some of these little 12-inch cabinets to put detergents mm-hmm. and stuff in and light bulbs. Of course, it's all knocked down particle board stuff. Mm-hmm. So for the next four, next four hours, A, I'm putting, uh, she got two sets of three for a total of six 12 by 12 inch cabinets. So A, I'm putting them together and then spending another hour and a half mounting them, trying to find studs, mount them to the wall, getting them level. I mean, just stuff like that goes on and on. And I can't tell you how, many, how much stuff for the years she's brought home 
that six months later I put in a dumpster. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm, I'm probably unique that nobody else has ever, ever had to gone through this with their wives bringing home stuff that they wish they hadn't. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can tell I didn't make any comments, Joe. Well, anyway, John, I I think for the rest of the show, you ought to ask the question. Name something you or your wife brought home that you wish they hadn't. Yeah, good one. Okay, good one. Joe, appreciate that. You're good. I appreciate that. Have a great weekend. No, good one. I really appreciate that. Bill and Lakewood, you're back. What's going on, sir? Hey, you you cut me off before I was done. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead, Bill. Well, this is just a recommendation. Everybody should have some sort of camera outside. Oh yes, we put a cam- we got a hunting camera. You know. Yep. <laughs> we had some neighbor's dog. Still, we still can't catch him crapping on our lawn. <laughs> so any, but so anyway, you put a trail we, cam out there, did you? What's that? You put a trail cam out there, did you? Yeah, right. And and what we did catch was it was on a Sunday. About 2.30 in the morning, I don't know how come it was in the mailbox, some bastard going through our mail and stole what we think it turned out was my car payment. Oh, my word. You know, so so we still don't got a locking mailbox yet. Yeah, you need it. And by the way, that's something I think everybody should have nowadays. Yep. You need right. a locking mailbox. You know what? We've never talked about that on this show, Bill. That You just brought up something that I don't think most people really... Uh, understanding granted there's a lot of things that you know people just don't think about in the in you know in the mail period anymore but you know stuff still shows up checks and bills and things along those lines and i'm just, yeah I, i'm one where yeah you need a locking mailbox yeah, for sure we don't get no money in the mail the only thing we got was the Tabor check you know all our stuff is direct mm-hmm. deposit mm-hmm. but you know you know here's another little side bit my neighbor they put in an electric one with batteries well the batteries went dead uh-huh and they couldn't get into it. I don't remember how they got into it. But like I said, you know, they sell inserts into the mailbox. And, you know, my problem is the, the post and stuff because just because the way the ground is, it's, it's all, you know, I've been in the house for 40 years and the mailbox has gotten run over. It's been nothing but a curse. They've paved the street and they You need to move, mailbox, Bill. <laughs> you know, and the whole thing. So, so I don't know. We, we need to get something. I mean... You know, either, like, like the other night, I, was, I woke up at like 2.30 or whatever time it was, and I'm thinking, should I go sit outside with a black <laughs> on? Sit on the porch of the shotgun, Bill. There you go. Yeah. Right. Am I allowed to shoot them? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Not unless they enter the home. Right. But that's it. Just a, like I said, just a tidbit there on that. Because it's, it, you know, it's been nothing but a pain in the well, neck. Well, the ring company, whoever right. makes those deals they now have a solar charger for their cameras and doorbells i use those for my arlo's as well yeah they work really well you don't ever worry about a dead battery then well best thing ever we just put one up on the back of our place because we got one of our nice neighbors went and sprayed our dog with pepper spray (laughs) 2 30 in the morning that's really nice yeah i'm real happy the other drawback my neighbor's got a ring and I don't know why, but the, the raccoons are running wild. Oh, wow. yeah. You'll trash it's pandas, huh? It's yeah. like a raceway up and down the driveway. All righty. Yep. When are you? Crown Hill, you know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm cold, so horse, yeah. Uh, horse property stuff, you know. Yep. Yep. I hear so, you. Just a few suggestions. Well, I appreciate that, Bill. No, thank you very much. We'll take another call. Lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. John and Littleton, you're next. Hey, John. I'm... Uh, 
in the mood now to get my house painted. Okay. It needs it pretty badly. So I just wanted to get some pointers on when I'm trying to hire a house painter. Uh, what are the things I should be asking? What are the things I should be looking for? Great question. We had some paint work done, and I've, I've actually got a guy that's really solid, John. If you need a recommendation, send me a, an email, and I'll send you back. Uh, my wife has all of his information. She did all the research on ours. But we what we did, and I think this is pretty much the way it should be done across the board, like anything else, any other business or whatever, John, get three different bids. Yep. So I would call you know up to three different painters, people that you – know are are reputable and what i mean by that is you know check them out ask around uh the other thing that we did by the way we went down we've got a, a paint store a sherwin williams it's not that far away from us we actually went into the paint store picked out colors and things and asked them mm-hmm. who are your better painters yeah they know because because believe me they know they, they know who's good and who's not based upon you know the volume of paint they're selling and you know how many mistakes are made on colors and so on i mean it's like it's like the parts store john if you ever want to, if you're ever in a small town, real quick, other insight. If you're ever in a small town, you want to, you know, you have a problem with a car and you want to know where to go. You go to the parts store and say, "Who's your best repair shop in town?" Yep. Those guys at the parts store know full well who's good and who's not, and they they know that based upon re- returns, warranties, mistakes, all the things that happen in that world. Those guys are no different than the paint store, John. So I would start with your local paint store, and then I would get three different bids and just you know ask for recommendations. And I, I don't know about everybody else, but you kind of get. When you meet with these individuals, you kind of get a feeling of who's good and who's not. And I'll give you an example, John. Of the three that we had, we had two that kind of just briefly walked through the house because we did some interior paint work, but, you know, had a, had a, had a couple of them just, you know, kind of walk through the house and, okay, we'll get you a price. You know, and maybe a day or two later they send you a price, and it was like, you just window shopped this thing. You didn't really even pay much attention to what you're doing. The guy that we actually picked, he came through, looked at everything, uh, measured everything out with a tape measure to where he knew exactly what his square footages were going to be. I mean, this guy had it dialed in. And John, he came in and painted roughly about 3,000 square feet. And we've got some really high ceilings in the kitchen. And he did basically the main level of the house. And I'm not exaggerating, trimmed it the whole nine yards in one day. Wow. One day. (laughs) So if you find the right guy or guys that really understand this a and by the way he was not the most expensive bid he ended up being kind of middle of the road but we just felt most comfortable with him and felt like he really understood his stuff and frankly he did and by the way we're in golden he was out of park he drove all the way to golden to do our house yeah we're trying to do the outside painting um and, this, and, and he would do the same and, and, and most of them will now i know there's some that specialize in interior and exterior but typically a good painter will do either or and here's yeah. the other thing and we've talked about this on the other show during the week, and we, I think Joe called in and talked about this this last week, Joe from Jersey, don't skimp on the paint, as you know, no. John. But, you know, spend the extra money, buy the better paint, and you'll be, you'll be, you know, it's money well spent. And ask about how they're going to prep the paint. Yeah, exactly, especially on the outside. Especially on outside, because that's that can be a nightmare. Are they sealing up cracks? Are they going to do anything around the windows? I mean, are they just laying paint on it, or are they really sealing things up the way it needs to be? Yep. Yeah, that's one thing I was thinking, that I really do need somebody who would cock window frames and and the good painters will do that john they know how to in fact the interior painters same thing they know how to cock all of the edges to make the the you know the the line look correct instead of just trimming up you know to the trim with a brush they know how to tape that correctly and then they can cock over the top of that correctly and really make it look nice and slick way better than what i've ever got the ability to do and a good painter can do the same thing on the outside siding stucco what do you have 
Uh, siding. Siding, okay. It's the old kind of crappy, uh, looks like planks, but it's not. And, and I'm a fan, and I know a lot of folks will disagree with me, and a lot of folks say, no, I want it rolled. No, I don't want it rolled. I want, Especially on siding, I want it sprayed. I want that paint getting up inside the crevices and areas that you just can't get a roller to do. Yep. Is okay, paint cracking off of it and stuff? Peeling? Yes. Yes, yeah. it's going to need a lot of prep work. Yeah, you're probably going to have and, somebody. And there's also some, oh, I'm sorry, there's also some places where some of the trim is going to have to be replaced. Okay. So yeah. we'll and they, some painters that. may do that, John. Others you may have to do yourself or find a handyman to handle some of that. Um, now, if it's in the eaves and things like that, that's where Dave Hart from RoofMax, one of our sponsors, he can handle some of that eave work if needed or downspouts or any of that that you're going to prep prep before painting because again the other thing you want to do is make sure you've got all of that dialed in yep. prior to them coming out by the way they should power wash scrape yep. caulk and paint you know prime and then paint prime is how paint. they should be doing it okay if they're not power washing again not the right painter nope okay and i know there's uh i'll say a handful of big names in the area uh any experience with those no i've not again when we did it um, I was, again, we, we called some of the big names. I'll be honest, the guy that we used was not a, a huge company. It was just really a, a single, you know, owner-operator out of Parker. He's got, you know, a couple of different crews they run around. They'll do a couple of different homes at a time. Not a huge, huge company by any means, but large enough that, that uh, you know, he did what was needed and did a great job. I was very, very satisfied. Okay, I, I was also just worried about, you know, when they offer a warranty, if the company is, you know, a one- or two-man shop, I'm not sure they're going to be around if I need warranty work. Anymore, John, that's true even with some of the big guys. I mean, the reality there is, you know, you could be a very sizable uh, operation, sell, uh, close up, go do it, you know, do a different direction. And my gut feeling is the majority of that warranty is going to come off of the paint company itself. It's much like in the automotive industry, us putting on an alternator, even doing an engine. The warranty itself, while it's going to be covered through that shop, really it's backed up by the company that sold you the parts. In this case, it's going to be something very similar. You buy Benjamin Moore or Sherwin-Williams, and that's another one. Buy the high-quality paint, and that's yeah. the other thing that I would ask is what paint do they use? Because nothing against Home Depot and that, but if they're just using run-of-the-mill, low-grade paint, that's not what we want either. We want, yep. the, we want the highest-end paint you can buy. Okay, fantastic. We do have a Sherman Williams right around the corner, so I'd run I in the store and ask him. Walk over there. Too. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You know, and start. And by the way, start looking at your colors and, and such as well. And and some of the painters, by the way, they'll do it one of two ways. They get a good enough, and they'll tell you this typically on the front side. They may get a good enough deal on paint where they just buy the paint, and that, yeah, they're going to up upcharge you. But it's not much different than if you went in the store and bought it yourself because you're not getting the same discount they are. Yep. So in most cases, I just let them buy the paint. But pick out your colors, right. of course. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be in the middle, to be honest. With yeah, you. I don't. Exactly. I, I didn't either. I wanted them doing the whole nine yards. Yeah. Okay. Well, fantastic. And as far as color change, uh, our house is pretty basic. It's like a white with a colored trim, and uh, there's really no reason. That to makes it easy. It. <laughs> yeah. No, really, it does. That makes it easy, and and that to me, that if that's the case, yeah, sure that. You know, if there's any other upgrades or things that you're looking at doing, you do that prior to paint. So what I mean by that is if you're thinking about upgrading, you know, one of your windows or one of your doors or, or even adding a screen door and things like that. I would do all that on the front side and paint last. Yeah, I think we were all done with that. We just actually had two egress windows put in. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Yep. You're on the and right track. Then. The last there you go. We wanted to do. Yep. You're dialed in. Okay, John. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate and I, it. And my wife just sent me the name of the individual that did ours. So, John, if you want that, you know, send me a text message or whatever, and I'll give it right to you. 
I'll do that right now. Okay. Thanks, John. All right, John. Appreciate okay. it very much. And uh, and by the way, John, tell tell uh, Chris is my painter's name. Tell Chris he should be a sponsor. I sort of already hit him up on that, but again, he's a, he's a small guy. And I think his biggest concern was would he be able to, you know handle all of the business that might come in from doing that i think that was really more his concern because it was this was at a time when we did it where there wasn't a plethora of employees running around so it made it a little bit harder for some of these guys to really even have any growth because they didn't have enough employees to do so that may have changed by now so mention that if you would uh john and uh anyways just just send me a text message and i'll get that right back to you so guys we're gonna take a quick break we'll come right back lines are open 303-477-50 303-477-5600. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we are facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. 
Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass Glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. All right, so I just sent uh, Chris's, my painter's phone number, off to John. So, John, you should be getting that text message back in a moment. The other thing I forgot to mention about the painter, too, that I think we ended up liking the most. And, again, you just get a feel for people as you start talking to him. He ended up being a really super conservative guy like the rest of us, which mm. I like doing business with like-minded people. Go figure. I just do. I don't know why that is, but I just do. So he's not going to get his student loan paid off? No. I'm, no, I'm, no, he's, no, he's not. No, he is not. So, uh, again, real quick, before I forget, I'll talk about this in Drive Radio as well, but we will be on remote. So as soon as we come back, we're going to be gone next weekend for Labor Day weekend, give everybody the weekend off. And then the following weekend, we will be on location at the American Legion Post 1111. That's it. Essentially, 100th and Old Wadsworth. The address actually is Wadsworth Boulevard, but it's Old Wadsworth. So if you know that area, you'll know how to find that. Uh, that it says Broomfield as the address, which because it's right on the edge of. But really, it's like Broomfield, Westminster, Arvada. They all kind of merge right in that area right there. Yeah, it's really kind of a triangulation, if you would. So we will be there. It's a great car show. In fact, we pack the place out. Normally, have to pack things out across the the street and down the street and there's usually all sorts of people it's a there. great time it's a blast so we will be there and uh, looking forward to seeing you all there as well and i should actually i think the plan is if i can make it all work um my new trx i think our plan is to actually have that there as well I'll haul all my gear over in it and we'll have it there so if you want to see what one of those looks like you're welcome to come by and see it as well i should get more of my cars out more of the time but it hasn't been that kind of a summer had a lot of weather this summer. Well, it almost take every weekend of the summer for you to drive everything. Well, and I won't drive some in the rain. 
not because they won't go in the rain, but I, they're just they've There's never they've never been in the rain. Too much aftercare. And yeah, I, I I have a few that have never been in the rain. I know that sounds really weird to some people, but I've had some that have never been in rain. So, uh, anyways, um, come out and say hi. We would appreciate that. And then, last but not least, there's a uh, accounts receivable, invoicing, insurance, billing, phone answering, office help is really what they're looking for. Novus Auto Glass in Fort Collins. Uh, they're looking to uh, to see what they can find as far as that goes. So, if you're up in that area and you you would like to find a, a job, talk to Chris up there at the Novus Auto Glass in Fort Collins. So anyways, um, all right, we're talking about what to do around the house. And we've we've kind of gotten off on several different things today. The question of the day was name something you bought for your house you regret. But really quick, I want to talk about if you're in the market for selling of your home. And by the way, there's some of you listening that have even, you know, parents or family members where you may have to participate in the not too distant future in some of this. This is something for you guys to sit down and think about as well, because uh, every home, by the way, I believe is sellable. Uh, there's value in it some way, shape or form. It's a matter of, of price versus what's there. So some folks would you know, come along and say, oh, it's not worth anything. Well, that's never the case. Anything of value, especially in this whole Colorado, Wyoming, uh, even the Kansas, you know, where our listening audience is. Uh, yeah, there, there's going to be value there. Yep. Um, I don't care what it is. It's a matter of what's the price as far as that value is concerned. But some of the things to look at, Jeff, is, and I've, I've talked about this the last few weeks, but you need to approach even your own home from the eyes of a shopper. Mm-hmm. When they first pull in or what, pull up, depending upon your, you know, your scenario, what do they see, Jeff? The eye eats first. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You're, you're that, that that first if, impression. If you don't like what you see, mm-hmm. it's you know, weeds, cement. You know the the outside of the house is it clean? Windows clean, stuff like that. You know, uh, what does the lawn look like? Does it have dead spots? Sign of a bad sprinkler. I, I saw like a that. house the other day that, that my wife showed me, and it was while it was a very nice house, I you know you know me, I'm looking at you know not just interior space, but then I usually go around and look at exterior, and so on. I'm like, you know, yeah, this is a really nice house, with one exception. They, far, they forgot about the exterior. Yep. There is areas where the grass is dead, the, the, it's got an asphalt driveway, it needs a good seal coat. Uh, you know, there's some bushes and things you can look at and just think, you know, why, why didn't you trim some of those before even taking these pictures and putting this thing up for sale? And, and I'm thinking, you know, who's the realtor in this? I mean, if I was the realtor, I would be trimming some of those even to get this thing listed and sold. And, and maybe some just don't see that or don't care. I don't know what the situation is, to be honest with you. I but think it's because it's been too easy. I think you're right. I think you are correct. And it's not going to be as easy and for some of these folks, they're going to have to change the, their direction yes. in how they've been doing some of this. Because to your point, no, it, it's not going to be as easy as it once was. So, yes, they need to be looking at that differently. But I've got a full list of tips here, but really I'll go through a few on my own. What's the outside curb appeal, I call it, look like? Yep. As Jeff said, the eye eats first. Yep. What does that look like? When you first pull up, you look at it for yourself. What's the roof look like? What do, you know? What do all the windows, to Jeff's point, look like? Are they clean? Are they are they not? Yep. Uh, you know, is there anything there you can do to take care of some of those things? Yeah, cracks. Front door. Yeah, front door. 
front porch, door. the walk. Yeah, uh, and I, I said this a few weeks ago too. If you're somebody, because I've looked at a few houses lately, where if you like to collect knickknacks, that's fine. Nothing against you. A lot of folks do, but guess what? A lot of folks don't. Yep. And a lot of those knickknacks can distract from somebody looking at your home. So my advice is make your, especially that front area when you're walking in, as open and as nice and as uncluttered and as clean as you possibly can. I mean, that means power washing the steps or the siding or whatever you've got in that particular area. Uh, You know, if you've got some chairs and some furniture and so on, fine, as long as it's not too much. Mm-hmm. If you if you've you know went out and bought a boatload of furniture to put on the front step and you all enjoy it and that's great by the way that's great knock your socks off but if it's making the space look too small because you filled it in with too many items yep. take some of those items away because you're taking away from what the house truly looks like yep does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense and and by the way everything I just said happens and it doesn't hurt to take a look at your neighbors either oh good point. Okay, and in what regard? Explain. Explain. Well, does the neighbor on the south side have nothing but weeds? Does the neighbor on the north side have just a fine grass, but it's all brown and looks kind of ugly? Hadn't been painted in years, stuff like that. I mean, it just, unfortunately, that's going to become more critical because it, Yep. Your neighbors actually will deter they can. on the price of the home. So in that case, what you need to look at, and again, just giving you guys suggestions, if, if this becomes something where you're looking to you know, sell your home and, and do something different, you can't do a lot about the neighbors. You can't make your neighbor's lawn look better. Although you, you, got, you got to be careful of this, but yeah, you can. Let's say, for example, that you know your, your yard... Uh, goes all the way over, but maybe there's about three or four feet that go to their driveway that looks like crap. So take care of it. Yeah, mow it, weed it, do whatever you need to. I've, and I've if they that. and if they ask, well, you know, what are you doing? Say, so, you know, I'm, we're we're going to put our house on the market, and I just want to make sure things look really good and look as good as I possibly can. The other thing on that, if you maybe don't have a good relationship with your neighbor, here's some other things you can do. You can do little things like a short little split rail fence, which don't cost a lot of money to put in. Now, your HOA, of course, I know has to approve all these things and so on. But typically, if the guy's yard looks like that, you don't have one anyways. So that's probably not a main, you know, big issue. You can also plant small bushes. Rose bushes are pretty inexpensive. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's things along those lines you can do to take the eye off of what's going on at the neighbors and put it onto your property. That's the idea is to make yours stand out. And, and not necessarily dwarf the one next to you because it's always going to be an issue, but to do as much as you can to, quote-unquote, screen the other homes out of it so that they get tunnel vision and look only at your home. Okay. Um, the other thing that I would do, and I know some folks are not going to like me saying this, but if you're a political person like me, and yes, I am, although there's nothing on my car that would say that I am. Yep. And other than my American flag that hangs on my flagpole out front, which if somebody's offended by that, they can go pound sand. I really don't care whether they want to buy the home or not outside of that. But would I, would I be trying to show my home and you know running a Trump sticker on the front window or uh, nope. you know anything along those lines you know on the flagpole and things like that? No, I would not. Uh, I still want to sell my home and everybody's money spends the same. Right. So I, you know, I will... 
I will avoid some of those things, even on the inside of the home. You need to be an equal opportunity seller. Correct. And everybody's money is the same. That's right. So that's the other thing, too, really quick. I know you guys, there's articles on this and so on, but another tip. And I think this is just for, you know, even just for the safety issues as well. If you have a lot of family photos and things like that inside your home, which a lot of folks do, take those down. Yep. Even if it means you go to the thrift store and buy some cheap pictures just to put up in their place so that there's not a bare wall there, do whatever you need to do, but take all of your family photos down. The next family moving in doesn't care about your family. I'm just being honest. And by the way, it's not going to help sell your home by them looking at your family. And if you've got an open house, you don't know who's looking. Exactly. So those are things that and most realtors will tell you this, although, go back to what Jeff said a little earlier, uh, some will, some won't. Some have, some have gotten really lazy because they haven't had to do any yep. of what I'm talking about for quite some time now. So in some of the new realtors, by the way, that have come into the market the last three, four, five years even, they may not even know what I'm talking about. No, they haven't had to work for I don't know it. what they teach in you know realtor school or whatever, but I, I doubt they've even had to think through some of these things to sell some of the homes they've sold recently. But that's, an, that's the other suggestion. Unclutter your home. We've talked about that in the past. Keep, you know, Get the clutter out. I, and by the way, that includes... You need to do that anyway. That includes countertops. That includes closets. I can't tell you how many homes recently we've looked at where you open a closet and it's like, oh man, that looks like mine. But I want to see what the, I want to see what the closet looks like, not how packed full of crap it is. If that means going ahead and boxing some things up on the front side to make the home look cleaner and more open, that's what you need to do. Some of you may, might even have some pieces of furniture where you're like, you know, I could make this room look bigger by taking out this or that piece. Great. Go get a storage container or a pod or whatever you need to do and start eliminating some of those items to make your home look a lot more open and large and inviting. This is especially true if if you're like me, where I've got a home that was built in 1974. It's been modified since, but I still have some areas of the home that look like it was built in 1974. What I mean by that is I've got a couple of bedrooms that are not huge like most newer houses have. We have to do everything possible to make those rooms look as big as you as you can, knowing that somebody coming in might have kids and might want to you know might want to use those for you know kids' bedrooms and so on or whatever sewing rooms, offices, you name it. The idea being making those things look as large as you possibly can. If you've got a larger home and it's one of the later model homes with a nice open floor plan, some of what I'm saying might not be as big of an issue. Although I've toured some homes where it is. Because you walk through it, and you know, I can see beyond a lot of that, but you'd be surprised how many buyers cannot. Yep. The other thing to do is, is your home well lit? What I mean by that is, right now, yes, we've got good daylight, and people can come in and look at your home, and as long as the windows are open and so on, it's going to be nice and bright and, and so on. As we get further down the road and our daylight hours get shorter and shorter, shorter and shorter, and you might have a showing, say, at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, it won't be as bright at 7 o'clock at night as it is as, two, as it is in two, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Those are other things to keep in mind and look at as well. Make sure all the lights work, fans are clean, you know, bathroom fans are clean, stuff like that. I looked at, we went to an open house down in Arizona. Speaking of that, Jeff. Yeah. Nice place. We were just, we were, you know, we had some time to kill. I thought, well, let's look at a few homes while we're down here. Why not? Just, you know, killing time. We had some time to do that. And why not? So let's do it. And we, and we kind of enjoy it. A, you get some ideas on style and paint and colors and so on. Plus, you know, plus you can look at the home. So I went to one house where, really nice house. And I'm looking around like, man, they did a nice job on this. And I look up. 
And I'm like, geez, I guess nobody likes to clean the intake of the AC system because that thing's as black as black can get. I mean, yep. did somebody forget that part of this? I noticed it. If I noticed it, I'm sure other people did as well, Jeff. And while the rest of the home was nice, guess what I left with? AC. Why didn't somebody clean yeah. those vents? Yep. That's what I left with. And, and granted, I can personally look beyond that, but does everyone? And the answer is no, no. Everyone doesn't. So there's little things like, here's my other pet peeve, really quick, when you're having show homes. Put a full roll of toilet paper on every roll of toilet paper in your home before you start having open houses and showings. <laughs> Nothing worse than walking into a house or even seeing pictures online where the toilet lid's up and the, and the toilet paper's half gone. And make sure the toilet bowl is clean. Make, and, and down. Yeah. I don't want to see a picture of the inside of your toilet in your in your showings, in what you're doing. Uh, so, so realtors, even, if you're listening to me, please shut the lid to the toilet before you take pictures. Yep. Tell your photographer to do the same thing. On top of that, I don't want to see your bath towels that you just used. Nope. So if you've got some nice towels that you want to have out for display in the room, that's great. But I don't want to see the towel you showered off in this morning. <laughs> Nobody does, by the way. No. So, again, these are things that you need to be looking at as you go through your home, thinking about a sale. How do I do this to make things more sellable so that when a potential buyer walks through, it's more inviting? That's probably what I should say, and I'll leave it at that. If you ever miss a show, by the way, you can go to our website, fixitradio.com. There is no hyphen in that, fixitradio.com. I actually do have a URL where if you put the hyphen in, it still works. But our, our website is fixitradio.com. All of our past shows are there. Sponsors are there as well. And I will encourage you, if you use a sponsor of ours, no matter who it is, please let them know you listen to them on Fix It Radio. That, that helps me out uh, specifically, especially if it's something you heard in this show and you're listening to one of the sponsors. I know a lot of them are, are um Dual sponsors, they sponsor some of the other programs I have as well. But if you're listening to Fix It Radio specifically and you reach out to somebody like Absolute or whoever, please let them know you heard them right here on Fix It Radio. Drive Radio is coming up next. we got three more full hours coming your way. We'll have a different question of the day that sort of ties into what we just talked about a moment ago. So hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.